busy week last week was it last week for if you're listening to this now our last episode was our one year anniversary of recording the podcast so we've done one year of unsolicited advice congrats that's wonderful thank yeah. you so much <laughs> can you believe it to all of the people that have been listening from episode one so those uh, affirmations are working then they're not working at all <laughs> i stopped doing mine did you I stopped along. I stopped way before you. I think that's true. What about your reflections? Are you not reflecting? Oh, I stopped like those way sooner. You dislike those even more than the affirmations. I hated the daily reflections because they made me feel like shit. (laughs) They did because I was like diary. Today I had sex with a man I almost liked. (laughs) (laughs) That would have actually been something that I was like, okay, I'll keep going with it. But it was the same thing every day that I would tell David. I was like. I ate a bagel today. No, <laughs> I watched bagels a TV were never sh- mentioned. I watched, I watched a Gilmore TV Girls. show. It was I a lot of TV. Today. That's true. Yeah. There was a lot of TV. I was TV like, there was there. a good episode of this on. I went on a walk, and I was like, every night it was the same shit. That I'm like, I literally only like TV, and that's the highlight of my day every day. <laughs> and it just started making me feel really bad, so I stopped doing it. You had the occasional good ones that I thought were really good. Like what? I can't remember them right now, okay. but I remember like them being like oh like oh that's that's nice but i think i was lying like you know not lying like i didn't make shit up but i think i was lying about those things being like positive things the highlight of my day like Mm. oh i felt i felt like uh somebody confided in me about something and that made me feel nice because but you truly you didn't give a fuck at all well i was just like (laughs) (laughs) i just was just like i don't want this to be the same shit that i'm saying every day like those things actually happen but i was like i don't know if this is actually the highlight of my day and i just felt like every time i was sending them to you i was grasping at straws and i was like i don't think this is doing what it should do like these aren't making me feel grateful grateful right it makes me feel like a piece of shit so like you said last like in one of the episodes that it was like a long-term thing and i feel like it's definitely a long-term thing of like you know if you spend enough time reflecting or enough time on the positive yeah. affirmations, like eventually you'll be like, yeah, like your jujitsu, like, oh, wow, this does make sense in certain contexts. Like maybe. Yeah. I think it's really nice having someone on the episode um, that listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do my homework. I know what's going on a little bit. Well, we at, yeah, at this point, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What do you mean? To like make myself feel better. And, and not only that, but like I get more upset at people online that are always wanting to be about positivity. Like, I really hate positivity. I feel like almost like I should be going in the opposite direction because I'm really annoyed by positivity right now. It's frustrating. So, like, motivational podcasts aren't there to, like, actually get you to be motivated. They're there to, like, give you, like, a little something extra to, like, think about being motivated. It's like you're laying in bed in the morning. It's, like, 10 a.m. You're like, ah, fuck, I don't want to get up. You're like, all right, let me think about getting up. I'll hit the snooze button. So, like, the motivational podcasts are, like, hitting the snooze button, like, six times. And then you're like, okay, cool. All right. I can do this thing. Like, it's not really there to, like, make you do a thing. It's to make you think about doing a thing. What about the super generic, like... Like pain is weakness, leaving the body. And <laughs> yeah, that's some dumb shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah, I, I guess I don't know a lot of motivational podcasts, but I guess I'm more thinking about like I, I sent this Insta story to Brittany of this girl <laughs> that I that I follow on Instagram. She's just a person. First of all, she was like completely dead faced. Yeah. Okay. Like 
deadpan or like a deadpan dead face like right. literally no light behind her eyes <laughs> at <laughs> all so very weird and she was like she maybe probably was a visco girl like you were talking <laughs> about i don't know i think she, she is was, yeah. yeah like oh uh, man if you want to see what was the thing that you said what and was, I whoop? And I whoop? <laughs> yeah so she was no but she didn't have that kind of energy no. even and she was just like staring at the camera and she was very young and she was like you know some people are like i don't even remember half the shit she said but it was like some people are sad and are like, you know, don't, you can't do it, but you could just do it. Like, if you want to do it, just do it. And I always think, like, I would, tr- like, I could be negative, but why be negative when you could just be positive? Like, you could just do that. You could just smile if you want to smile. <laughs> but she also I was like this character. This is not what she said at all, but really? you could do. You could I feel that, like, what did she say? I was it know, not so, like that? It was something like that. That's why I really like it because you really embodied the spirit of what she was without repeating anything she said. <laughs> I feel like you could do your own. You could do like an Insta story as this character. But it also would have, like, I wouldn't even have thought it was as dumb if she was like bubbly or excited or i was just like ah, oh, girl you're like whatever sure. so like okay but she was so like i'm like she probably has millions of followers and no, she looks really like oh she just looked like a dead person saying all of these things I mean, like really it was just, like super meta she's just like it no. doesn't really matter what happens like we're all gonna die anyways no 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 she was not definitely not yeah this is not the first time i've seen She's actually been brought up on the podcast before because she had another um, Insta story where she was doing something very similar. The one that Britney saw was hilarious because she really was just like nothing. But a previous one was very much in the vein of like, um, like be grateful and it's okay to be sad, but you know, you should just not be sad and just be happy instead. She only has 703 followers. Not even that much. Yeah. So How do you know her then? She open mics. Oh yeah. Okay. She's just like some okay. chick that I bumped into at an open mic and started following on Instagram. And then, Sounds She's like you have a crush. I kept her. Yeah, I sounds kept like her David's for in love. <laughs> sounds like you're stalking her, actually. <laughs> Don't accidentally like her photo, David. I definitely will not. From like six and years that's ago. A, but there's a couple of those people, and it's funny because they're all kind of friends with each other. There's another person that, okay, so this is like um, another person that I follow on Instagram. Also some person who's just like a person. Dude, he is like such an, he is an online troll because it's those people that are like, that somebody will post something and you're not like this, but this is just funny. It's just like somebody who's like, post my uh, like Janet Jackson will post something and they'll be like Janet Jackson fucking sucks and it's like then why do you follow me and it's like David follows all of these people and he's talking shit about them I totally am it's uh, it's kind of like you, you, isn't there any, like some people like hate watch shows mm-hmm. I don't think I hate that watch term? shows but there are people on shows that I like love to there's hate there's a girl I know but there's who people watches that do Bachelorette that. and yeah. she's like I hate this no, show no 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 that show is amazing that girl okay you know what like that's a hard opinion that I have to pass on have you watched it I have seen enough clips no of it. you have not no and I always use this as an, as an argument because I'm like Caitlin <laughs> Caitlin does not like romance she's a very reasonable very smart person okay like she hates shit like that and it's like one of her favorite shows that show is awesome 
I think it's the best show ever. Like, it's definitely, if I had to choose one of my top five favorite shows and I wasn't trying to be pretentious, The Bachelor franchise would be on there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I don't disbelieve you. I just don't believe that I particularly would enjoy it. I think it. you would. Okay. I don't think I would. I will actually I give think it anybody a fair would. shot just I think for you. Anybody I, will, would. I will do it. I will, I will watch a couple of... Is there a season you recommend that I should start with? There's so much history and backstory. I feel like they're all interchangeable, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Clearly, he doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard Uh, enough that I know that that's not true. No, there are. Yeah, I can recommend to you. I mean, how different can these stories be? They're just kind of like douchey people. They're not stories. There's. They're people's lives. Yeah, but it's like, it's not even... There's people's scripted lives. Like, they're not even, yeah. like, real lives. They're, like, fake Like, lives. how many different things can happen in a situation like this where you you're trying You get married, you have a divorce, you end up in, like, some tabloid, and then you disappear from there's, the there's, a, there's always the one person that nobody likes, and she's not there to make friends, and everybody's, like... <laughs> is that not the same t- I mean like uh, couldn't you argue that about most TV shows have very similar stories well, I don't watch okay, a lot of TV okay, shows either yeah. so yeah. Right. Um, but also I'm not saying that the things are not set up and things are not um, like pre-planned by producers and stuff like that Yeah. but people actually get married and have kids on that show and shit so oh. it's not all completely fake oh those poor children yeah all those adoption homes oh my god whatever <laughs> I'm just I l- it's great Okay, so I'm going to put on my earrings right now so I get a little bit sassier. Okay. Uh, two seconds. Okay. Let <laughs> me pause that real quick. So we usually ask people if there is, like, any advice that you've found to be very important to you throughout your life or just anything you've been thinking about lately that you think is good advice. Oh, man, that's, like, so much. Or, like, something that you live by. Because um, I know you were sternly lecturing me earlier. So. Oh. <laughs> what about what? Wow. Um, Let's get into I that more. I was not lecturing you. <laughs> um, let me just say, as I flip my hair, um, I like the idea. It's it, it's called moksha. It's a de- desirelessness. And so, like in Buddhism, every um, pain or suffering in your life is caused by like expectations or desires. And so. If you try to just like hang out with the things that are that actually are in your life rather than like constantly lusting after more, um, that's what I've been trying to work on lately is just like expecting less and getting more because I expect less. Like if you are, are not so focused on the outside world, like you can really find some satisfaction internally. And how do you differentiate that between settling? Ah. I like this. That's a great question. Um, so like settling is like knowing that you, you're, in my opinion, is like you yourself can personally achieve more than what you're currently doing. Um, but having moksha means like you are doing your personal best, but you're not expecting results. Like no matter what, like whether it's your job or like your hobbies or your friends, like you know you're always producing your very best, but you're never expecting a return from that. And so, like, it, in settling, you're not doing your very best and you're accepting less than what you think your very best could be. Um, so with the idea of desirelessness, you can work as hard as you possibly can, not expect anything, and then be super amazed at the results. And, like, that's what makes me happy is, like, seeing those, like, end results of, like, okay, cool. Um, I've done as best as I can. And things worked out or they didn't and like that's what I get to sit with yeah that's what I'm trying to be happy with lately 
I like that. I think that's I, f- I feel like I should have implemented more of that in my life when I was doing stand-up. Because I always <laughs> felt like it was never... I felt always like killing myself with the pressure of like, I'm not getting on shows and this person's doing better than me and like my material sucks. And <laughs> it's just like constant like... I mean, I, it drove me to quit basically. So it definitely wasn't a healthy way to approach like a passion or anything like that. Do so. you miss stand-up? at all like if you didn't feel that way about things i yeah I'm, i i want to do it again i like I, I i like it a lot and i occasionally like i get on a show occasionally and i'm still good at it like i won a contest like a couple like last month or something like that mm-hmm. i mean I, I didn't have really great competition but still yeah. i was the best comic on that group so i have some skill in it but it's just I don't know. I guess it gets overwhelming to think about being putting myself in that headspace again where I was at before because it was pretty horrible. It has to be hard, like, seeing a bunch of people in front of you and literally getting to see their reactions, like, moment by moment of, like, am I doing well? Like, there's, like, Well, yeah, feedback. sometimes I felt like I was doing better than people, but they'd still, like, get booked more and have, like, a better following and be more friends with people. And just like, oh, man, this is just it's too much. Yeah, it's too much comparison. It's not a, it's, was, it's not a healthy way to, like, approach anything. So my boyfriend loves rock climbing, okay. and all of our friends love rock climbing. I like rock climbing because it is extremely fun. I also have a terrible fear for some reason of like being bad at it because there's constantly people watching you do it, especially at gyms. And so uh, s- similarly, I think that like that sort of constant feedback is like this like uh, positive pressure, positive pressure to like be um, more cognizant of what you're doing and like be just like uh, aware of your actions. Mm. I hear there there's like that's there's like a rock climbing scene though isn't there like there's people that are like yeah absolutely like he, it's like in anything there's just like all this yeah because I knew somebody that was in the like rock comedy, climbing yeah. and was getting out of the rock climbing scene because it got too weird or something like that I don't know it seems like everybody's so nice there though like they're yeah. amazing people and like they're super cool and like the family is like super nice and I think that it's like that like you find a common interest with people and um you are able to connect with them on a deeper level so like whether you're trying to improve your comedy you're trying to improve your like rock climbing like uh you always have those people behind you who are always watching and like hoping that you're doing well but also like you know that's a pressure on you yeah yeah it's a lot i think the thing all the people that were supportive of me either quit or moved away so that's (laughs) what started getting really bad just gotta keep building that family i guess yeah raul's your family raul's I, I barely see him, and he's probably going to be moving soon anyways. Whoa. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's his time. He's Raul's gotta... never moving. <laughs> we won't allow it. He's my best friend. <laughs> he lives in San Diego at his parents' house. Yeah. And he will forever live And there. that's all. He's not, he he's not tied down by the madhouse anymore, so he can spread his wings. He's now. not moving. <laughs> yeah. He's going to live in his house with his fiance <laughs> until they die. <laughs> yep. That's fine. Yeah. So as uh, um, since we haven't had the opportunity to talk to somebody that knows Brittany so well. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'll be kind, I swear. <laughs> is, there, is there any uh, stuff that, that you, any like uh, good uh, Brittany stories or something like that? Like embarrassing stories you can tell me that we can use for the podcast? I mean, she has fabulous hair. When she curls it, she looks like Shakira. And it's wonderful. <laughs> um, I can tell you there was a time that we went to a speakeasy called Prohibition. And an old man thought that we were a couple and proceeded to buy us drinks all night because he, well, he asked me whether or not she had an allowance. And I (laughs) said, you know, 
of course she does. And he's like, ah, that's how it should be. And then was super stoked to tell me how in love she was with me, despite me being a very gay man. Yeah, he was like, the way that she looks at you, you can tell. She's just so in love. And I was like, how the fuck am I looking back sooner? I was like, I need to. He was like, you'll never find another woman who looks at you the way that she does. You take care of her. And I was like, I will, sir. How about that next tequila? And he he bought us drinks all night because we he thought that we were all together night. yeah he gave me a big hug and called me son at the end of the night which i felt mildly bad about but i was also really stoked on this idea that this like uh, heteronormative misogynistic man right. was also so stoked on the idea of us being in love that he would gladly support our like future life together and now you know what can i say Three years later, we're still, still together. together. <laughs> and, but we were, but because of this, we were like, hey, you should buy like a shitty ring on Amazon or something, and we should just go to bars, and he should propose to me. And then we, we did could not get do free. This, we haven't, way. but who would, who would we buy drew you drinks a line. at some shitty bar? Everyone. Everyone, dude. At a shitty bar? Yes. Are you serious? Dive bars are where like people are like connected and they okay. will. Yeah. I'm sorry. She, so the whole reason this old man started talking to us was because I had a watermelon t shirt on. And he was like, nice watermelon t-shirt. And I'm like, oh, she bought it for me. Slash, like, she made me buy it. Because and I did. I was like, that shirt is amazing. And so I was like, uh, I otherwise wouldn't buy this shirt. But this man was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, a good woman knows what, like, her man looks good in. So this, like, <laughs> shirt got us free drinks all night. Mm. After the fact, we went to another bar. And this guy was like, watermelon t-shirt. And I was like, hey, my girl bought it for me. Yeah. And, like, Everywhere sure enough. Went, they were like, what? Yeah. Uh, yes. This is also the night that you, uh, Coyote Ugly, very gracefully, I have to say, a shot that was bought for us because of the shirt. Yes. And you spit it nicely back into an empty beer bottle. And, and I tried to do the same. Um, there was whiskey everywhere. Yeah. It was um, <laughs> So you know what Coyote Ugly in I shot? know the thing, yes. Okay. I've seen the movie. So if people don't know, we went to a bar after yes, this guy bought us drinks all night. I was already blacking out because yes. I kind of didn't remember this until he talked to me about it the next day. Oh, okay. We went to that bar. A guy across the bar literally was just like watermelon shirt. And then he was like, buy them two shots of Jameson. And we were like, I was like, I cannot. We looked at each other. We're like, we can't do this. Yeah. But so they brought us the shots of Jameson. I had a Corona. So I took the shot of Jameson and I just spit it back okay. into my Corona. Which I was like, wow, like great idea. Like, I'll <laughs> yeah. try so the same I thing. I did it like perfectly. Yeah. Braxton does it. No. And like... <laughs> I we had to leave after the fact because of how much of a mess I made on the counter and on the floor. <laughs> like literally one of my least. And then also moments. the guy being like, Oh, he just shot <laughs> like spit my shot out onto <laughs> the floor. Yeah, never never again. Yeah. yeah, I like where your head is at exploiting people for drinks. I just don't think that proposing to somebody at a shitty bar would be realistic. You guys could be out together in a situation like this and still pretend to be together and have it be a special thing, get free drinks without it having to be like, I'm proposing to you at till two right now. Because <laughs> who the I fuck I feel like would proposing is like a thing. Like, it's our first date, darling. Like, I remember the year I met you. It's maybe like celebrating an anniversary or something. No, or like because if, if he proposed to me at the Blarney Stone, everybody would buy a drink Oh, there, for sure. Even if they didn't know us. We would get blackout drunk. Yeah, like, it would be insane. And okay. the thing I want you guys to, to put this to the test. Okay. Very curious about um, it. So, like, what time is it? <laughs> yeah. If we you go to Star, if we go to Starbar right now, like, and he proposes oh to me, oh, yeah. because um, actually, Caitlin's dad met Caitlin's mom at the Blarney Stone, mm -hmm. 
and then um and then proposed at the barney's he didn't he didn't propose there but um he was working in construction for a long time they didn't own that bar until caitlin's family won the lottery and they won like i don't know 200 grand or 100 grand or something okay. and he bought that bar because it was the bar that he met caitlin's mom in oh that is so adorable i did not know that story that is kind of adorable yeah so it could don't very laugh. it's cute it could be very likely that braxton and i met at a shitty bar and he wanted to propose to me in the place that we first met. All right, fine. Don't you, you remember that, that first Budweiser we shared? <laughs> yeah. Proposed to me at Regal Cinemas. <laughs> Even though Don't that's not where that we first, first met. But buttery popcorn we shared. <laughs> you could propose to me at, uh, what was that apartment complex where I first got high? Oh, 8th Street. Oh, my God. Yeah, Chula Vista. That's God. probably where we Are first met. San Diego natives. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should we go into advice? Sure. Okay. This one is good. Okay. Okay. I'm going to be a little bit sassy. I'm just going to apologize. Oh, you right should, now. Braxton. This question's bad. Okay. It says, my fiance proposed to me about eight months ago. We decided on having a relatively small wedding, which is in two days. Everything oh. was going great. He seems absolutely perfect, and we are very much in love. I am a virgin, and so is he. Oof. He wanted to save it for marriage, and I wasn't fussed, so I agreed to saving it as well. He was. Uh, he has told me earlier that in his family, the father checks the virginity of the bride the night before the wedding. No, no. I laugh this off as it is. It seriously sounds like a massive joke. No, turns out he was dead serious. He wants me the night before to open up my legs in a small ceremony type thing so his dad can check me while him, his brothers, and uncle can watch so that they know I am still pure. No. I told him, fat chance, I'm going to do that, and he was begging me to go through with it and how important it is for him. He said he knew it was slightly embarrassing for me, but his mom did, and it will prove how much I love him and that I have nothing to hide anyway as I am still a virgin. I left, and he was crying. It was very dramatic, to be honest. I want to call off the whole wedding because of this and never talk to him again but at the same time it's only one thing and other than that we are genu genuinely perfect for each other and I don't want to spend my life with anyone else and it is very important to him and his family what the frick frack do I do I'm currently at my friend's house and I might stay here for the night tomorrow would be our last day as an unmarried couple and I am straight up panicking uh, girl, you run the fuck away like that <laughs> shit is not okay like first of all you marrying into a crazy ass family like you don't even know like next time like what the what is the question going to be like what is he going to ask you to do and like you just run away like fuck that shit that's some fucked up shit right there <laughs> it's so insane also i mean what if she was not a virgin would she not be worthy of marrying yeah him? i guess it's not. not even about that it's about the family being creepy like oh like that is clearly like some shit that they have going also, on so how do you check like, where her? is this you cannot check that no like, unless you're, like, even if... You, like yeah. Because if you could look at a vagina and be like, you're a virgin, people would think I was a virgin. Why do you say that? Because <laughs> <laughs> Britney tied his shit. Yeah, it's like... It's crazy. Okay? So. Okay. She does kegels every day, all day. Would, actually, There's eight hours of work that she does kegels in. That is 800 kegels an hour, let me tell you. Okay. I'm super... I'm super curious about what you think that, but let's not move on for this. How, what's the procedure, I guess, is my question. Like, I know, oh, sure, I'll, I'll believe that you can't actually determine whether you are or not, but what is the dad going to do to her to find out if she is? See if she still has a hymen, I guess. I don't yeah, but like, do they have like any technology? I don't even know if there's like a way to tell that. But I like don't think I had a hymen. I don't know. Steph, I know you're walking away and you're not a part of it. Did you have a hymen that you like? 
Yeah. Okay. See, see like, like, there's no way. Like, that's insane. So this whole thing's just sick. And if you just like told people and shamed the family, that's what you should do. Yeah. Start telling shame people. The yeah. This dude wants his dad to. And his brother for my virginity. And uncle, and uncle. Was that it? Like, yeah. yeah too many and it's people. obviously like he wants you to be a very submissive woman who's like. Okay with yeah, that. Yeah, this whole thing's just Okay, so what up. he's crying, like, it's because he lives in a weird fantasy world where, like, this shit is okay. Like, I don't even, like, what country, like, this is not even. It, the, 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 I, I would, I would sorry, like, I sit him down a with a bunch of friends and family and be like, tell them what you want me to do. Yeah, like, <laughs> other, like, but apparently the people in their lives are, like, okay with it because she wouldn't be asking us, right? I like, could maybe get on board if he was, like, can you believe what fucked up shit my dad asked us to do? And I told him, hell no. And like, if his fam, I would still kind of be like, I so don't know if I want to marry into your crazy family, but the fact that he is like even asking her to do it, it's like, no, you do not marry that person. No, no. it's just fucked up. Like, or it's just like a gateway to like terrible yeah. things in the future. Like, what are you going to like? Oh God, yeah. I, there are so many things I can think of that would be next level shit. Like, oh, yeah. it's terrible. The only way that this person should go through with any marriage is if this person can acknowledge that this whole thing's fucked up and like denounce that whole ritual. Yeah. <laughs> seems Does he have like siblings or like? Well, yeah, because it's his, his brother is supposed to be in there. That's so. It's like the dad, his brother, and his uncle. But there's no other like. There's not why like, the like a why little the sister dad? or something. Why? Why He's not? He's the like, patriarch of the family. But That's still, like, why does like, it have to be him? That's just weird. If it was like, if they had like some kind of like priest or something, I thought it's better. But at no least he would have a f- official like r- rule in this. But that doesn't even matter. Like, there's, there's, just, no, there's no, there's no religion mentioned in this like question. It's I literally like, just what? How would you even tell? My vagina, honestly, to God, looks exactly the fucking same as it did. Ever. I mean, maybe it's like one of those t- when you watch a TV show like for a long time and you go back to season one, everybody. No, looks <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's yeah, unless, not like that. Uh, need, yeah, unless you've been taking like pictures of your vagina. I, I don't know how know you can my, say that. I just know it looks you the same. know it that well. <laughs> I, mean, I just it's do. It's like knowing your dick. Like you're like, this is my dick. Like, yeah, you just, you just know your, your junk. I don't. Like, do, I don't know if I know it that well. I think within Dave Chappelle, <laughs> David's makes over that, here like, oh shit. Yeah, that's but new. David has a lot of body <laughs> Dave, no, shame. No, Dave Chappelle made that joke on the Chappelle show where he's like, I couldn't pick my dick out of a, a lineup, and my me and my penis. Are I like know thin. exactly what my vagina looks like. like. I know exactly what my dick. Looks I know like. exactly. If what I had, if I found out I had a like a like a birthmark or a mole on my dick right now, I'd be surprised. What? That's how little I know. How do you what my not spend like. that much time with your junk? <laughs> Did, have you listened to any episodes where he talks about how he has sex with his shirt on? Wait, why? <laughs> I not all the time. <laughs> Just you like said ninety-eight percent. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's a lot of the time. Like, okay, first of all, like having sex naked is so much better. Second of all, like, why would you like? That's like you you want to you want to get that stuff. Like, that's that's some good sensation right there. It I, feels nice to have skin on skin. Yeah, skin on skin. That's why babies do it. You know? I just never know like when the right time to take it off. Sometimes is. babies are dying, and then if you put a baby on, on somebody's skin, skin yeah, they they live. It's literal like human contact. Yeah. Like that's like important. Like, and there's still a lot of other skin contact happening, just are, not are like you just your like dick. Like, I just want to fuck. <laughs> no, he's not. He just has a lot of like 
shame about his body. I okay, feel like the like fact like that I have Chappelle as, uh, as backing me up on this one should say that you don't know you're drunk that well. Well, that's now. probably okay, because that he's so true. high all mirrors, the time. I got, I got manscaping to do. Like, I got, I got a schedule. Yeah, I, I know it very well. Okay. And it looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> like, if some shit were to, like, pop up and I'd be like, oh, shit, that's new. Like, that, that, that would be, like, surprising. Yeah. You, you know? should know it well because you want to like look for should. changes. Also, like, you, you going with other partners, like, you should know your shit. Like, like yeah, that's responsible. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Take control of your health. David has a face on right now like, shit, should I, should I know my junk better? Like, yeah, is is that my junk? Should I here. go in the bathroom right now? No, and I don't need one. Whoa, whoa! Like I can get you like a Sally May little tiny mirror, like right now. Like, I don't need a lot of me. Don't need a mirror to look at my dick. Like it's like it's yeah, but you got like underside? on the side of your balls. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to see everything. All right, like fine. look at all that. What like, about your butthole? Do you know your butthole? Looks hell no. Like? What? <laughs> Girl, you gotta know. Okay, look. Even as a straight boy, you gotta know your butthole. Like you know, just every once in a while, I gotta check in. I know what my butthole looks like. Yeah, it's important. Well, girls know what your butthole looks like. Yeah, I don't think. No, I don't think any girls. Maybe not the girls you know. Actually, like. I was gonna say if you have sex with your shirt on, not. <laughs> one time, I, one time I had a hemorrhoid, which oh, I never God. really wanted to talk about publicly before. But <laughs> girl, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I talked to Braxton about it a lot. Actually, I got some advice. He gave me very good advice. Okay. Yes, I asked Braxton advice. Do you, you want to uh, backtrack a little bit and then maybe include this as a part of your advice? <laughs> yes, 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 we'll come back to. All right, let's go back to this lady okay. though. Like first of all, fuck. Yeah, the she husband, should yeah. Like as in like run away. don't have sex with him, don't get married to him, mm-hmm. and run the fuck away. And, and also warn other people. Like yeah, if like, you guys break up years later, you find out he's engaged again. Go to that girl and let her know. Be like, don't do this. The situation. Can we create like a Yelp of also, like people? Also, it's a big bomb to drop on someone so close to the wedding. Yeah, like three days before. Yeah, like, that's fucked up. Yeah. No. Okay. So hemorrhoids. Sorry, can I ask how you guys like come across these people? Like they like message you? No, no some of them are solicited, but this is unsolicited. So we'll just look up advice column yeah. questions. Oh, advice column questions. Yeah. Okay. So like, all right, all right. Okay, so this is very personal, but whatever. I guess I don't. I'll care. probably end up cutting it anyways. Uh, I doubt <laughs> it. I really doubt it, actually. But okay, so there. W- I had had I had a plan to have <laughs> anal sex with somebody. Okay. And it's good to plan. Yes. What? It's good to play. Yes, yeah, spur of the moment is risky. So I asked, and then I had gotten. How did, how did those like plans come about? I'm curious. Just like, <laughs> what was the situation? We're like, we're gonna have anal on this Friday hey, the 13th. Baby, you want to do this? <laughs> I don't know if it was like a specific date, but it was like he wanted to, and I was like, okay, like, like maybe, yes, on yeah. This day or what? I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I, on sure. the third Wednesday of every month, <laughs> you will have but anal sex with me. Like, this is how it goes. So I had been on a trip and my stomach was messed up the whole trip. Okay. And like, I just like was constantly was going. a dengue fever? No, it was not when I got dengue fever. I have a lot of stomach issues, David. Okay. And so I was just going to the bathroom all the time. And so doing that constantly and like wiping a lot and then like squeezing and like mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So, so I got a hemorrhoid. And that's the first time it's ever happened to me. But uh, so I asked Braxton because I was still trying to be a trooper. I was like, Braxton, have you ever had anal sex while you've had a hemorrhoid? Like, can yep. I do that? And you said, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yes, you can. But he well, else, let me tell you how. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically. <laughs> let yeah. me tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, As a seasoned professional. I, I like that you couldn't postpone this. It's like, how do I push through? I do because I didn't want to say like, I can't have sex with you because I have a hemorrhoid. I was like, that's gross. 
did it's he find gross. out? Uh, no, we just didn't end up doing it. Oh, okay. And I made up like another reason. But okay. I mean, you want to be comfortable. Like it's well, important to be comfortable, of course. Yeah, it started yeah. to feel like it wasn't gonna be good if that. <laughs> no, th- that's a good call. You got to know your body. See, know your body. Have a mirror. Yeah. Okay. More and advice. The, my point <laughs> was, I used we'll to look notes. at it in the mirror a lot. Your butt. To, yeah. Okay. Because his <laughs> advice was like to get it. Because I was like, it's not going away. And kegels every day, all yeah. day. Like you got time. Like do them. And it just felt like it was like because it was an external one and it was like a like the big vein in your what is it like it, a big it's a vein artery or is it it's a vein a in your butt big, yeah. but it's huge is and it then a it vein just, or an artery oh I don't know I think it's a vein it's a like, vessel yeah and a then blood it vessel and then sorts. it pops out one and so it, it feels like it would be impossible for it to just go back in like can I just say that like Stephanie's trying to make dinner over here and she's just like oh hell no like, <laughs> <laughs> she's just her face is red she's just like trying to chop some onions she's like what <laughs> sorry anyways coming so, back but to but they this. gave me like a cream to put on it and I'm like this thing is popping out like how is putting a cream on it gonna make it go back up bullshit. inside like, my you body gotta, like you gotta do some shit like yeah, yeah, yeah so braxton was like you have to do kegels every day like every time you even fucking think about being a person just be doing as kegels much as you can yeah yeah and so i would be at work i'd be doing kegels all day mm-hmm. just Deep. sitting there doing kegels and then i would take sits baths because i heard that was really good, good for it and then eventually just went up went back up in there nice. see that's because of kegels it was kegels it yeah. was kegels nice yeah. So that's your advice for everybody do kegels. Yeah. And also look at your body because I would I would I would know I was making progress because feeling it I couldn't tell that sometimes sometimes. But it was there. But I would I would look at it in the mirror and I was like it doesn't look like as big of like the end of a balloon knot <sighs> right. today. Oh god. Cuz that's what it looks like. It looks like a balloon knot. <laughs> it does. <laughs> you don't that's, think? That's that's a name for it, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it that's looks some like. Some people call it that. It's accurate. So for this for this poor woman, you know, know your body, know your husband and your husband's son. I'm sorry, your husband's brother and his father cannot know that your body is a virgin. <laughs> and also know your body because like, fuck that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird. Whether it's hemorrhoids or, you know, um, virginity. You should and probably just know your body. David, also yeah. know your body. <laughs> yeah. Can you like not wear a shirt Would next you time? even know if you had a hemorrhoid right now? I th- wouldn't I feel it? Would you? Maybe. Would it, wouldn't it cause like some kind of discomfort? Like, how did you know you had one? I mean, you feel uncomfortable all the time. Well, yeah, but like emotionally, like in my heart, not like <laughs> oh, in my no. asshole. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> Stephanie, again, just cracking up in the kitchen, like from hemorrhoids to like emotional hurts. Like this podcast getting real deep, y'all. Well, <laughs> it was a very t- specific type of discomfort. It's, it's definitely not physical discomfort. I don't feel a lot of physical discomfort. I first knew I had it, not because I felt it physically, but because I was washing my body without like a loofah mm-hmm. and I was using my hand to wash in between mm-hmm. my butt cheeks right. and then I <laughs> you felt, felt it. So you felt it. Yeah, but I wouldn't have felt it aside from feeling it with my That's fingers. True. Interesting. Do you wash with your hands between your butt? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. Boys are kind of weird. Like, boys don't always like wash all the way. Like, one of our friends who will name nameless is like, yeah, I never wash like below my knees because the soap gets it when it rinses off. Sometimes I don't and wash like, my legs, to be honest. Yeah, but, like, you got to do it on occasion, like... I mean, I shave my legs sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't like count as washing them. Yeah, my you, leg, you what gotta, are my legs dirty things. from? This is an argument that I actually, like, I am, like... Your feet, I'll wash my feet. Sure. But my legs, why? Because, like, they still get dirty. I wear well, pants I think all the time. dirty. 
Don't you like build up I like sweat and like skin cells? I don't really sweat. <laughs> Brittany with the irrational comebacks, like I don't sweat. I'm completely clean. I'm so I'm clean. You could eat food off of me. And you wouldn't the, get a disease. the the soap does run down my body. And I actually was trying to do a thing where I was doing like no soap showers. Like I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, same. I, I was doing I, that I've for a while this. too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So okay. okay. So now I. I was, my, so you I was agree with no soap showers, oh, I but you don't I agree, agree with if I'm taking a soap this. shower. I I, when I was I, doing I've no soap, it. I still did the entire region with soap and everything else. You gotta now. keep shit like you know on the up and up. I just know my like I said, I know my body, and I know when it needs to be washed. <laughs> okay, well I'm pretty <laughs> so sure you just I don't like have squat down over me. You're like, yeah, that I needs to be home, washed. I'm pretty sure I do not have a hemorrhoid. Be careful. I just feel like that would be so, wouldn't it? How we would have to know, right? You feel it or something. After, right? you know what? It was one of those things where after I felt it, then it became glaringly obvious to me that I had it. But at first, I didn't notice. Mm, interesting. And I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. These are very heavy. I have to take them off. <laughs> Do you have a question? Yes. Sorry. I got very distracted with this topic. I mean, you know, knowing your body is important. Okay. So this one says, I've been with my long distance boyfriend for two years and three months. I don't know why that's necessary to explain the three months part, but okay. And 26 uh, <laughs> days and 17 hours and 14 seconds. After several unfaithful and downright abusive relationships, I can finally say I found my Prince Charming. Nice. The, only, the only problem is that he's black and my mom is pretty racist. <laughs> Uh, so even as mom. a kid, she told me the rules to dating, wait until you're 16 and no black guys. I know I should have told her from the what? beginning, but I've been so scared. I want to tell her. I'm just not sure how. I feel like the best route might be to wait until they can meet face to face. And that's when she'll learn his race so he can charm her with his great personality and maybe she'll approve. But she could ask about his race. Uh, but she could ask about his race when I even bring him up. I get an anxiety attack whenever I think about this. She doesn't know... Uh, I bet any of the guys that I've dated, I want her to know about him because uh, this is the most serious a guy has ever been with me. How do I do this? First of all, she cannot just introduce him to her without telling her because that's so unfair to him. And unfair to like her, her mom. Like literally well, everybody. Fuck the mom. <laughs> no, for sure. Fuck the mom. But like she's got some like internalized like racism. But like the fact that this is a question is like, dude. You got it. Like, is it your family or is it your chosen family? And like, your chosen family is who you end up with. So like, yeah, fuck that mom. That's crazy. <laughs> Stephanie over here is dropping dishes. She's like, oh shit, he's straight. She's dating a black guy. Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's super racist. <laughs> well, this is one of those things where it's it's like you definitely should not tiptoe around this topic. Like, this is not one of those things that you need to be polite about. Like, you need to tell your racist parent that being racist is not a good thing and challenge them on that. Yeah. I feel like not that I'm saying she's like a sympathizer or whatever, but if my parents said like you could, even if I like loved my parents so much and they were like, you can't date a black guy. I would be like, yeah, I fucking can't. <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, so it's one of those things if they're so tormented about it, like, I don't know. I just feel like that says something about her. Like, I feel like that's such, like an issue where if you are strongly against that, then you need to stand up for that in like a very serious way. And you can't just, like, even if I wasn't dating a black guy and my mom was racist, I would be talking shit to my mom all the time I about her like being racist. That, that That's the choice you have. Like every time that situation comes up, it's like, 
either you ignore it or it's education. Like if it's your family and they're important to you, like there is that, that spot to be like, this is a teaching moment or you ignore it. And like, uh, I was engaged to a dude for a little while and he happened to be uh, of Latin descent and uh, my mom referred to him as the wetback when introducing him at a family dinner. Oof. And so I had to call her out across our entire family. And so it was just like, a, you know, do I choose to ignore it then and like disrespect my partner? Be like, or, <laughs> that's just my mom. Or do I choose to be like, no, what the fuck? Like, that's inappropriate this is not okay and then continue with a let me tell you why it's not okay and like those are the choices you have to make mm -hmm. like and so for her this person you know she's obviously loves her mom <coughs> admirable that she cares about what her mom thinks because like that's no, not always the case but like you also got to respect your partner because that's the person who's going to have your kids and who's going to take care of you did your mom realize that that was racist or did she because i yeah i don't know i I believe that she thinks it's okay still because of other relationships I had with people who were not Caucasian after that. And um, I think that she just didn't care. And so that was what made it really hard is like the idea. And if this, that's the case for this girl, it's like your parents genuinely don't care. And it's just a, this is my belief. Like, and that's all what it comes down to is yeah. it's a belief. But so is like, your mom racist? Or was she just like, it's funny? I think my mom is racist, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, I think I, if you I, say that stuff, you're racist. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder, <laughs> like, I think there are some people who are like, I'm racist and I fucking hate Mexicans. And there are people who are like, I think it's more not often, bad to call a Mexican yes, wetback. I that's like the Mexican version. people. That's the more common one, I think. Yes. Almost. But that's so like, I'm just trying to figure out which yeah, it is. I think it's I the had, second, for sure. Okay. Like, yeah. it, it's this idea that, like, you know, you don't perceive yourself as racist, but you actually are and due to whatever circumstance, right. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a coworker saying the N-word recently and trying to make it seem like it, he's like, oh, it's just a joke and this and this. It's like, well, you know. <laughs> it's not a joke. Like, it's like when you say, like, I don't mean to offend you, but yeah. or like, you know. Or I hate when people are like, why do they get so upset if you call it that it's just a word? I'm like, how can you even like think that you have any room to comment on how they should feel about that? Yeah. yeah. Like you cannot buy like. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't be offended if somebody called me something, but I have not been put in. I could That's never tuition. understand that because I've not lived that life. Like, right. it's so insane to me. Right. It's like a huge thing is like uh, sitting in a position of privilege as like a Caucasian person to say something like, oh, it doesn't matter to them or whatever. It's like an assumption. And like that comes from a place of privilege. So like it should never be assumed that like that's an OK thing. Like, yeah, th there is no privilege for you because of how much privilege you have. And like that's uh, really hard for people to get when like my mom loves to call me a fag all the time and she thinks it's hilarious and like it is my least favorite word but she comes at it from a place of like but i love you and you're my son and you know like it's it's this whole like idea of like well it's okay because it's me and like no it's never okay yeah like it's it, never ever okay it's like it's people who are like i wouldn't be offended by that so you shouldn't be offended by that because they can't fathom right yeah like it's, you just don't know like yeah. you've never experienced it yeah yeah very interesting yeah well, uh, one more thing about this person, though. If you're going to be in a relationship with someone a, in any situation like this, like a person of color, 
you're going to encounter several situations like this where people are going to be racist. Yeah, not just your and mom. Are you, what are you going to do? Right. You're just going to back down every single time every and never time. say anything? Like, if it's if it's your mom, like, sure, like, there's, like, a degree of respect. But, like, what about the lady in the grocery store? Yeah. Like, what about the person on the street? Or, like, you know, like, you're, you're going to encounter this over and over again. Do you ever run into that with you and Michael? No, because Michael's white. No, but I mean, like, people being, like, oh, fucking gay people. Um... I have had a lot of discrimination in my life and uh, my previous partner was an African-American guy and like the amount of discrimination at that was even worse. Um, it is definitely a consistent issue. Um, I think that it's something really hard to deal with because you, like, you, you find that uh, you're never going to find everybody who agrees with you completely. Like, even if you're a straight couple, like, you're, you're going to find... Pe- and, and say you're a straight Caucasian couple, somebody's going to be like, oh, you're out of your economic class. You're out of your, like, social, like, uh, place. Or maybe you're from Alabama and you live in California now and you're out of your, like, comfort zone. Like, right. there's always going to be something that people are going to disagree with. So it's kind of like a, a, a fuck it situation. Like, you're always going to have to fight for something. Like, whether you're privileged or not, and that's just something you have to deal with. Like... Um, for me, yeah, it, it, it is a mm, unfortunate consequence of being me or like being queer in today's society. But like I'm also super privileged to not live in other parts of the world. So like y- you always have to take it with a balance of like how much am I really dealing with here, here and like how can you um, educate? And that's going back to the beginning of the conversation is like if you are not going to stand up to your mommy and let it slide. When does that education and your desire and motivation to like educate people come about? Like you have that opportunity at every single racist or homophobic, whatever it is, remark, like you always have that opportunity to educate, even if it's to your detriment. And so that's where, um, you can find some power. I think, I don't know. I thought that was very well said. Yes, I agree. Sorry. No, (laughs) no, no, I loved it. That was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, let me see. So I have some solicited advice. Oh, shit. But this person would like to remain anonymous. Okay. It says, I started dating this guy two months ago and things have been going really great. I can see this going somewhere and I know he is on the same page as me. However, lately I've realized that he doesn't want to have sex that often. Mm. I understand he's tired sometimes because when he stays over on weeknights, he has to be up around 4 a.m. for work. But lately I've had to beg him on some nights to have sex with me. At first I thought there was something up or something wrong with me, but we finally had a conversation about it. And he said that he doesn't feel the need to have sex every time we hang out and that he just really enjoys my company and doesn't understand why we um, why that can't be enough for me sometimes as well. We usually hang out two to four times a week. So to me, it makes sense to have sex every time we hang out with maybe one exception a week. I will say that he has given it up when I've gotten a little upset, but it bothers me that I even have to ask because that is not something I've ever been used to with a guy. I'm a very sexual person and I understand that compromise is important in a relationship, which we did speak about. And I like him enough to where I can be okay with this for now. I just feel like in a few months, it may really bother me and it worries me that this will be the issue that makes us not compatible. Everything else is so perfect though, but I know, I don't know if this will suffice long term. So I'm wondering if I should just end this before either of us become way too attached or what should I do? I am super monogamous and I've never been a cheater. So getting sex from another person isn't really an option. Also masturbation won't solve the issue because it's actual sex, eh, actual sex and human contact. That's important to me. Any advice? 
That's a lot. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> I, 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 I've been talking a lot. Um, I don't know why this is like the hardest question that I've, I, we've ever gotten somehow. Well, I, I feel like it is only because it feels like uh, because she's done all of the things that we, we would say, like talk to the person. Like, blah, blah, blah. She's, she has done that. And, like, she's very self-aware of, like, the situation. Um, and also, she was saying, like, yeah, like, if I, I ask him to have sex with me, like, we do. But it also makes her feel shitty that, like, he's just, like, conceding to have sex with her. Nobody wants that. Yeah. 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 I, can, I, did, I looked into this a little bit because I was uh, uh, concerned about, like, a, I guess, like a, like, a desire imbalance in my relationship at one point. Mm -hmm. And I guess one of the things that were like, if a person does that, don't take it as an insult. That's, you know, accept it like as, as like a them giving you like a gift because they love you, I guess. So I don't know if maybe that's a reframing it in that way. I might don't be. like that either. That's I mean, but it's just like the, they, they want to make you happy. So I guess, I mean, you don't yeah, but you want somebody to be into it. Yes, I want to be wanted. Like, yeah. Let's be real. Like I want to be wanted. Like, yeah. I, I feel like, you, you can find a balance somewhere in there or like with enough conversation, like, okay, she wants to be monogamous. She's a monogamous person. She's never cheated. But like, what about an open relationship or what about like a situation where like, if that imbalance is there, like that person understands and allows her to go find that satisfaction elsewhere. Like, yeah, I, I will say knowing this person, it's, it's pretty hard for her to find somebody that she likes and clicks with and like actually, um, could date in a very real way. So for me, I'm like, well, don't throw that away over this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I know that sex is pretty important to her. So I'm like, honestly, like, yeah, like a year from now, it's going to be an even bigger issue because this is the very beginning when you should be like fucking, fucking the most yeah. probably. So has, has this, I wonder, I would wonder if this person has always been this way. I don't know. Or if it's like a new thing. Because, you know, people go through ups and downs. Yeah. Maybe sure, it's a sure. trend. If this is like a new thing, then then maybe it'll change in the future. But yeah, I, I understand the whole wanting to be wanted thing. That's That was a big problem for me at one point. But if it doesn't, <laughs> like that sort of like ownership <laughs> or like like idea of like, um, like in Western conception of a relationship, you are a, a person's property. Like this is mine. Like this right. is like what I like have. And so like, um, by opening up the relationship and allowing your person to be fulfilled otherwise, like right. you'll never fulfill anybody. Like if you think about, I forget what the triangle thing from like community college psychology is called, but like you have like mental, emotional and, and sexual. Mm -hmm. And so like as like a triangle and like you'll never match up with anybody perfectly. And so like sometimes you need intellectual stimulation from like another person or like a friend or like whatever it is. And like sometimes you need it to be sexual. So like maybe for this person, like they are perfectly matched up in two arenas, like mentally and emotionally. They're like right there, but sexually maybe not. So yeah. like you find an outlet for that. And like that's how good relationships function. Like you're you're I personally believe that people aren't meant to be everything to another everything person. like that's impossible like how can you expect one person to be everything like that's unrealistic you, you have to find it like that's why you have friends that's why you have family um yeah you just have to have that outlet somewhere yeah i mean i think the things that she has with this person are more important than 
like I wouldn't throw that away. But at the same time, she was saying like, um, like she never really understood before. But she's like, whoa, is this why people cheat? Like you love somebody a lot, but you're just not getting what you like, really That's need. That's exactly from them. why people cheat. But I don't think the person that she's with would be okay with her getting it somewhere else. So. Well, it doesn't seem like she's that into the idea of doing that either. She's not super, really. Yeah. It can be tough. I, yeah, I agree with you about all that stuff, but it can be hard for a lot of people to break out of that way of thinking. I, that's exactly what it is. It's this, it's this false romanticism like put on by like modern media of like you, this person who is like your forever person is supposed to satisfy all of your needs. And like... How is that real? Like, where does that exist? Like, show me one couple, even if they've been married for 60 years. Like, I used to work in nursing homes and, like, they would tell me, like, you know, that's not that's not actually the case. Like, go have sex with more people or go find, like, other outlets because you are a human with needs. Like, mm -hmm. it just doesn't work that way. Like, Danny and Penny. I mean, okay, there are a few people <laughs> who get really, really lucky and are perfectly balanced. And that is so exceptional and beautiful but like uh and so maybe that comes back down to the settling idea of like when are you settling and when are you not but like that comes down to your person so like yeah maybe this person <coughs> doesn't want to settle so this this particular individual who's not up to her drive is maybe not the person for her because she wants that perfect trifecta but if she's okay and he's okay with finding a balance then it, it's worth looking into because right. she likes him I guess it depends on like what you want out of a relationship also like if like I guess more long term like if if you're looking for someone that you want to be with long term what kind of life are you looking to build with this person and if it's something that's more serious than just sex then maybe those things will ultimately outweigh sex is serious like let me just say like if yeah. I, well, like, yeah but I, I mean I, I guess if it like I guess what is what I mean is like how what like what what you want you to your life to be like at some point? If if are, are you still going to be able to get to that point with this little issue? I will say more maybe so not than little. It's an important issue, but more so than um, any other, maybe even dude that I know. This person is always like, I need to be having sex. Like I need mm. to have sex. I need to get laid. I need to get laid. Like it's very important to yeah. her. Then like that's good to recognize. Like you gotta know yourself. Like look in the mirror, check it, look at your junk. <laughs> like you know, like know your shit. Like if that's what's important, then you have to be able to say like this is important to me. What are we gonna do about it? Yeah. Like how are you gonna move forward from that? That's that's all you have is like that conversation. Like that's how you keep like relationships healthy is constant. But then you have that conversation, and yeah, they give in. But then don't you just feel like they're just doing it to appease you? Well, and I guess that's when you if they give in in what way. Like, they're like, okay, okay we'll have sex it. more. If that's the case and you know that, then, like, you know that. Like, there's a feeling there. Like, you know if they're just giving in. Then that's another conversation. Like, literally, that's the foundation of every good relationship is, like, that trust and, like, that communication. Like, trust and communication. That's all you got. Like, whether you're having sex with 40 people but you're committed to one or if you're having sex with that one person, like, you're still going to talk about, like the kids or the trash or whatever the fuck like bothers you like if you don't have the trust and communication like nothing's there like that's all that there is so like for, if for her they can't have this conversation then that's not a relationship and if for her that's that conversation that they have and then they're not like able to work it out and that's not that relationship but that's still good information like she's not like 
spending two years with this dude wasting time when she can be either getting a bunch of great sex <laughs> or, you know, finding that person of her dreams who, like, gives her great sex and the, like, uh, mental, emotional stimulation she needs. Like, she's got to, like... Do you think it would be unfair of him for her to be like, I love you and I want to be with you, but that's something really big for me that I need. Like, so can I get that elsewhere? Like, do you think that would be unfair of him to not be okay with that? If he said no to her getting it elsewhere? Yes. Do you think he... I don't think it's not okay. I mean, it's his his own personal thing. If he doesn't, she can still... I mean, yeah, they can just decide not to be together. But if that's something that he needs... He's unwilling to, to give her, and he says, "But you, but you cannot get that somewhere else." Like, is that fair of him? Wait, so he's willing to give her more sex, but not really willingly. No, I'm saying like, let's say he's like, I'm not really com- willing to compromise on how much we have sex. Like, I just don't like to have sex that often. And she's like, "Okay, fine. Can I like get that somewhere else?" And he's still like, "I'm not comfortable with that." Like, is that fair of him? Like, is that okay? That's 100% fair of him because yeah. that's his needs and, like, that's his needs in a partner. But that means that she needs to be okay with leaving and knowing that information. Yeah. Like, she's got, she's got to be okay with being like, all right, I, I have the truth now. What do I do with it? And, like, for him, I, yeah, it's fair for him to say these are my needs. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you got to know your own self. Like, yeah, he's going to find uh, some girl who's okay with that and, like, she's going to find some dude who wants to fuck her brains out every night. Like, that's that, that's hopefully what exists out there. Yeah. I think in these types of open relationships, if a person's not comfortable with something, then that person should respect it and not do it. Well, yes, David, <laughs> you, that's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah. Sorry, I just felt like a very appropriate time to throw that in there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no reason. Yeah, totally. For Seems sure. like there's some like deep-seated like background history here. I felt I like you were talking to a specific person. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. No one in particular. <laughs> okay. Did she make you have your sex with your shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> no. That would have been totally acceptable. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm stumped on this one. It's tough. I get it, too, because I'm like... I say honest communication. Just tell it like it is. Tell it what you want and, like, tell it. Oh, tell she- that person what you want. And if that's not it, then go fucking keep yeah. going. Like, there's no... You're going to die tomorrow. Like, you could die tomorrow. Like, there's no time <laughs> to be wasting... I know, I know. I'm real sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you can die tomorrow. So, like, get that shit. Like, get it. Like, go have the best sex of your life. Like, go fucking do that shit. Like, why not? Like, be happy. Like, that's all you got. You got this. Like, there's no guarantee for tomorrow. Like, fuck wasting time. Like, just get it. I think you just need to, um, like, ask yourself what you think you'll be able to find again. Like, do you think you'll be able to find this connection with somebody else again who you can actually see yourself being with? Yeah. Or do you think you can meet a guy who you'll fuck a lot that you'll never really connect to? And then Oof. like, what's more important to you? Yeah. But why does it have to be? It's it like doesn't a false have to dichotomy. be one or the other. Like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. But if there's like something that you really like about this person, like it, does that make you want to stop being with them? There's always like um, concessions in a relationship. Like maybe you don't fuck enough, but like, you give me the intellectual stimulation. So like, how do you resolve that? Like if you really want to be with that person, like where or do you draw the line of what's acceptable for you to be okay with? Like, all right, we gonna fuck like twice a week, but uh, we gonna have like crazy philosophical conversations for the next six hours, like three times a week. Like whatever that is that makes you like love that person enough to be okay with that. Like 
you just got to find what you're okay with. Like, it's just knowing yourself. Take a look in the mirror. Look at your gooch, you know? Yep. Like Socrates said. Check like Socrates <laughs> said, look at your gooch. <laughs> Check I, the am, gooch. I am actually really sad. I'm sorry to all my philosophy majors out there. Gander, <laughs> gander the gooch. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sure Socrates did Can say that Can that be the point. episode name? Gander the gooch? <laughs> <laughs> I will actually be so embarrassed. Uh, uh, maybe, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to admit that, like, Unless my line comes up. <laughs> my friend from college has been trying to get me to do a podcast with him about philosophy, but seriously done oh. for like years now, and I've always been like, oh, you know, eventually. Yeah. And now he's gonna be so appalled that <laughs> I just brought up Socrates in this way. Oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. I am so sorry, Ryan. If you Don't apologize. Ryan. No, if you have a, a philosophy podcast. I hope that you bring up stuff like this to kind of mix in. That's and true. That's true. Yeah. I'll invite you guys on. We'll talk about Gucci's more. Ooh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Maybe by then I'll know mine a little better. I hope so. Should we do one last question? How, uh, one last one? Oh, actually, we've been recording for a while now. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, also, Caitlin's bringing over some White Claw, baby. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Oh, you've tasting. never tried one. Oh, how exciting. It'd be like, it's going to be like one of those unboxing videos. <laughs> we <could> do like, <laughs> a, like a David tries his first White Claw. Stephanie, Kaylin is bringing over White Claw. Stephanie the non-racist really appalled by all our conversation adorably cute just making dinner over here like yeah mentions White Claw it comes out of her room like hey yo you got some White Claw okay um so this says i work for an adult phone service i met this guy on the phone line five years ago he is very much in love with my character Uh basically me the problem is i don't look anything like the character he is 31 and i am 50 and separated from my second husband he thinks i am younger and i have never been married i have three grown children and a grandson i am in love with him do i tell him the truth and risk making him angry and lose my job or do i break things off and disappear he has never been in a serious relationship and no matter how much i have tried to push him away keep uh he keeps coming back no matter what he's going to be hurt but it's hard to tell someone that you've lied to them for five years help honestly take a risk because if she meets up with raul he would be stoked (laughs) he wouldn't even care he'd be like oh this is better than what i thought it was probably gonna be for real like honesty just but he would be like are you you're divorced oh dang like if you were currently married that'd be even better better. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if he's gonna be mad at me for saying that so i'll ask him and then we might have to edit it yeah (laughs) yeah okay but legit like take the risk absolutely like no you have to tell him before yeah like you can't like okay if you break it off then you'll never know yes but if you tell the truth like you might get some good d and if you don't get the good d then you know what you got some chance for another i think it would be fine if she were just like older than what she said and her situation was a little different but i feel like where it's gonna get bad is she was saying like she looks way different from her character yeah so i don't know about that i think in that case men are very shallow what is so like, if she was still if she like, was still like hot as fuck, but she was just fifty and had some kids, he'd be like, uh, like I'm sure he'd be like, oh, it still hit it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's like those weird online connections where you like find like a connection with like a personality. That's so sweet you know? that you think so. Really? You don't think that exists? No, I think that if uh, you or I were talking to somebody, then maybe we would feel that way. I think um, a guy on the internet. 
uh, talking to a what was it? No, no, no. But why she was a um, oh, inter- some, yeah, internet. Like, oh, she's like, like a, a por- like a what phone was she? sex person. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't think he's gonna be. Yeah, adult phone service. Okay. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> pretty sure that he is. So he's probably desperate if he has to like. Oh, maybe. <laughs> so I maybe he's lonely. Care. Yeah, that's yeah. something to consider. But I also, I think wrong. this person might be jumping to conclusions to say that she's in love with him. Based off of what, like these paid interactions that they've had with each other. Well, Maybe if anything, they just talk about like fishing. I don't know, like you know, who knows what lonely men on on like sex phones talk about. More valid that she would be in love with him than it would be for him to be like, I'm in love with her because he's the one paying for her to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like. Also, it's been five years. Like that's a long. Yeah, that time is. Very <laughs> like, he's calling. But he doesn't out. know anything about her, so this whole thing is based off a lie. It's like a catfish episode gone wrong. Like even worse than wrong. Like oh, I don't even know. Yeah, you gotta say something. Like worst case scenario, she never talks to him again, which would be the same as her not saying anything and disappearing. Yeah, she should just say something for sure. But yeah. I would not meet him and ambush him and then not say anything. That'd be so scary. Could no, you yeah, imagine? definitely don't do that. That'd be that's like the previous situation, but. All right, I'm going to call her Gertrude. I'm going to be like, Gertrude, like, <laughs> you just need to, like, say some shit to this guy because, like... Are you calling her Gertrude because she's 50? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Uh, so Gertrude just needs you to You realize like, that in 20 years we're going to be 50? I'm sorry. Can you not? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I am still young that, and supple. That means that one day your name is going to be, like, an old lady name. Well, I'll just change it to Ruth. <laughs> that's even older lady name. <laughs> that's my middle name. Well, yeah, but that's an even older lady name. I don't think Ruth is older than Gertrude. Yeah, no, Gertrude's than Brittany. Rough. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll just say your your name will match your age by then. Yes, yes, oh, okay, yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Um. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just thinking about how I'm gonna die eventually. Your middle name's Clarence, right? Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh, okay. I have three first names. Because my grandpa's name was Lawrence, and the reason that I thought I was thinking because my grandpa's middle name was Clarence, and so I got it confused. But yes. 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 Yeah. One day, I will be a Larry. A Larry? <laughs> no, that's disgusting. I can't <laughs> yeah. do it. I'm sorry. I could do Lor. I could see Lawrence. No. Lawrence is a good name. Ugh. <laughs> my dead grandpa. That's nice. My like family for generations. It's like my like uncle, uncle <laughs> Larry, my grandfather Lawrence. Mm. Like it's 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 a whole thing. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, my grandpa Lawrence was really great. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. So, like, question. you know, Gertrude should just, like, say some shit and be like, yo, I'm 50. I got saggy titties. I got three kids. Like, you want to fuck? And send a real picture. And if he wants to fuck and they want to get married, then, like, happy birthday. But, like, <laughs> if they don't, yeah, you know, fuck it. I mean, what is this guy going to end up doing if she breaks off this five-year relationship? He's going to call another fucking number. Like, he's going to call another 900 though. number. Like, he's going to throw he it all away. But he's what? always going to wonder. Yeah. And that's not fair to him either. So See, exactly. See, I think it's they should both, like, take a risk, try it out. Take yeah. Because they've invested so much time and energy into five this Five years is a long time to talk on the phone and never, like, know anything about each other. Like, yeah. you've got to know some shit. Like, I've been we've, known, we've known each other for five years, and we've talked on the phone one time. I literally was <laughs> in an off-and-on relationship for 12 years, and I barely ever talked to him on the phone. <laughs> ever. 
Yeah, it's because like millennials are terrible at talking on the phone. I mean, we met when I was <laughs> 17. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I used to talk on the phone with people all the time. Yeah, when yeah, I was on a corded phone, like like hiding around the kitchen like door, like it was Mom, cordless, don't listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah, it was and then it was phone, like it was like get off the phone because I need to use the internet. Oh, uh, we were too poor for internet. So that was <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to go to the library to use the internet. Lucky you, because then you never had to get off the phone. No, I could just talk on the phone all day long. Yeah. That's that's but at nice. one point we we have to not we have to get rid of our call waiting and so my mom would get really mad because I'd be on the phone for a long time. See, we never had call waiting. Oh yeah, shit. I didn't have we call waiting, but I had internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ding. Throwback right there. My God. Yeah. We are ancient. Mm-hmm. We might as well be fifty now. Not we even. We could be Gertrude's. That's not true. I'm still very pretty and vital. <laughs> you are actually very pretty. You know? <laughs> 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 Brittany looks like Shakira. <laughs> when her hair is curled. I don't see it. He said today to me when he saw me, he said, you look different. He said, your cheekbones look higher. That was so nice. <laughs> she did. She looked like she had some like, I don't know, like new contouring or some shit. I don't even contour. Yeah. Oh. See? It's my face. Just natural contour face. Natural, you know, visco girl face. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> and I, <oop>. oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay, so asking. I highly suggest you guys have to download TikTok. It's like the way to stay in touch. <laughs> no, I don't even have Snapchat. I won't do it. Oh god, you Snapchat's don't have. I thought. You, oh, never mind. That was somebody else that had it. Yeah, I I'm having flashbacks to my birthday. <laughs> yeah, good times. Good times. Um, all right. Well, that's going to be it for this episode. Um, does anybody have anything they want to plug? Oh, plug your band. My band? Yeah. Oh, God. I am in a uh, Pops Symphony in Orange County. So if you're ever in Orange County and you want to hear some great holiday music or like, you know, last semester, semester, God, last season we played like Moana and Guardians of the Galaxy. So oh, like, cool. come up to the Orange County. And, and what do you play in it? <laughs> um, I play the flute since sixth grade. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so I used to play the clarinet. Uh, yes, we wouldn't grade. have gotten along. I would have hated you. <laughs> 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 we would have had secret sex in the closet and never told anyone. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Thank you for having me here today. Thank you so much for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening and don't overdo anything.